you're looking for one of the most beautiful and playable custom acoustics on the planet, look no further than Ed Rice at Toeir Guitars. Ed is a true artist, transforming exotic woods into magnificent, sweet-sounding instruments. Go to toeirguitars.us, that's T-O-I-R-G-U-I-T-A-R-S.us, and contact Ed today. Hey everybody, Brad and I want to say thank you for listening and thank you for the support. Please continue to listen and share this podcast on all platforms that you can. And if you'd like to support us monthly, we're set up now where you can go to anchor.fm slash Recording, hit the support button, 99 cents, $4.99 or $9.99 per month. Any amount would be greatly appreciated. Now back to the podcast. Top Hill Recording Podcast, episode 82. What's going on, Neil? What's up, man? How you doing today? Pretty well. Another good day, man. Another yeah. podcast. We are drinking some new riff that our friends from Turn 3 gave us. Always uh, nice to have a little leftover. Yeah. <laughs> and we got another great guest. We have Brady Evan. Welcome, Brady. What's going on? We do got to say, uh, there's an asterisk right here. Brady has to work third shift, so he will not be drinking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let's go ahead and yeah, put that in gonna... there right up top. So get that GE. Right. Cheers, Neil. Yeah, cheers, man. All right. Cheers, hey, Brady. Cheers. Before we uh, get too deep into this, let's let's promote ourselves a little bit. If you get a chance, you're listening to this and you're not subscribing to the One Shot Video Series, go do that for us and uh, check some yes. of that stuff out. Yep. And we also, I put together a playlist called Sample Platter that I just put a song from every guest on there, one song. So you can kind of just uh, hit that playlist, hear a sample from everybody that's been on, and then you can go back and listen to others you like. Man, you're going to have to update that constantly. It's going to be tough. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's pretty easy to do that. Cool. But we definitely need you to subscribe. Yeah, yeah. We got a lot of listens and a lot of views, but uh, subscribing's where it's at. So please do that for us. All right, Brady, before we get into this, tell us about the name. Sometimes I see Brady Evans, sometimes I see Brady Minnick. Yeah, no, no one could spell Minnick over the microphone when I said it, so I had to start going by Brady Evans. Okay. <laughs> so hey, man, good call. Yeah. Stage name. All right, where we always start, we're going to ask you to go back to childhood and talk about your earliest memories of music and where in your life that you realized music was going to be a big part of your life. I, I grew up from a musical family. My granddad was a haunt when played in bars just like I do playing the good old country music. So I guess it was kind of like beat into me at some point. Nobody would ever know you're a country music artist. No, man, I thought you were a hard rock. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was in a rock band for years. Yeah. yeah before yeah. I, before I, I had to get away from country. I had to get away from it for a little bit. Yeah, you had to rebel, dude. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Long hair, tattoos down my arms, about as good as it gets. I did see the uh, long hair picture. I was like, wait, real? Is that Brady? <laughs> <laughs> when did you cut all the hair off? About seven months ago. No oh, that's recent. Yeah. Oh, that's right before the job, dude. Yeah. That's what he's like. I'm interviewing. I got to get this thing trimmed that's up. That's exactly right. I, I, I'm maintenance. I had to try not to get my hair caught in the machine. <laughs> <laughs> Where'd you get the Hill Figs hat, man? Uh, that looks I good. Got it from the Hill Figs themselves. Oh, yeah. man. Oh, I had to have one. Well, you yeah. know what? 
They, they, uh, I, th- I think they're a little bit sad about their one shot video series coming to an end. So yeah. maybe we'll, we'll say, look, two hats equal at least two songs. Come out, <laughs> come on back, bring a couple hats, and we'll, we'll get it in. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're about getting to that point. What is, we're going on six months, so it probably won't be long till we have some people come back oh, with yeah, new music. Man. We, and there's a lot of new music out there. Oh, yeah, for sure. All right, so you're in a music family. That's right. So yeah. Grand, Grandpa played in the, the honky tonks, huh? Yeah. My granddad played honky tonks. When I, I was probably 10 when he quit. So. No kidding. Yeah. Uh, then my aunt was a singer, and I used to go watch her play all the time, and now she's playing in my band. So no that's kidding. Pretty, Is that yeah. right? Yeah, that's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. What's she play? That she just sings. Okay. Just sing. Yeah. Right. Oh, dude. Oh, that is that cool. That is really, really cool. So what did uh, what's your grandpa play? Your guitar? Yeah, guitar. Did he and, sing? Yep, yeah, singer. So the whole family sings. Yeah, my my dad, both my grandpas play guitar. Uh, my uh, both it, grandpas. Yeah, it, it, it goes it goes all the way back. My great granddad was a fiddle. Great great granddad was a fiddle player. Granddad played a little bit of guitar. It just kept going. Man, it's in the genes. You know yeah. what? I always uh, think about families like that and just wonder about, you know, say my kids play and then their kids play and my instruments are handed down. I've got some good instruments now, and, and like could imagine the relic that they would be do you have any like relics like that that was your grandma and not that that was is worth a bunch of money but that is special to you because it was grandpa's or anything and like that, that i actually got my great great granddad's fiddle are you kidding yeah, i got it it was redone i mean i didn't redo it some my uncle did it looks great oh man do you play at all? I tried. <laughs> I was going to saw that thing in half before tunes came out of it. <laughs> Man, that's awesome. I couldn't imagine having something like that just to, you know, that's that's a family heirloom. That's that's a family heirloom. Oh, yeah. I that's can. so cool. I'm going to keep handing it down. So. Absolutely. So when did you actually start playing? I, I started playing, not, I was nine, so uh, 17 years, 18 years ago. Nine years old. Did you take lessons or? No, my granddad showed me three chords and he promised to show me three more, but I'm still waiting on that. <laughs> <laughs> Let me guess, G, C, and D. Yeah, G, C, and D. There we go. All you need. Yeah, I'm sure you figured out a few more since then. I, try, I remember trying to pause MTV Unplugged and the CMT uh, thing so I could see what they're doing with their hands. Dude, that's smart. <laughs> That's actually real smart. See, I was I'm old enough to go back to the days when you paused stuff. The screen did like this; it just gyrated, so yeah. you really couldn't see anything. <laughs> <laughs> pause is amazing these days. <laughs> you can learn a lot in pause. Yeah, you can stop exactly where you want to. It's oh, perfect. I'm telling you, man. So, at nine years old, were you just uh, hooked to the guitar, or was it something you did? Just sporadically? Well, there was no one to teach me anything else, so it was more place. So if I wanted to sing, I needed something to do it with, so learn how to play the guitar. So you played a lot? Yeah, played yeah. a lot. I, I I probably played nonstop for, I, I don't know, trying to learn. I, I think I played every day for probably a year trying to get those calluses built on my fingers. <laughs> I always try to tell people I'm teaching, like, you get them calluses built, you'll be fine. Yeah, before oh, that, yeah. It, it's a pain. Yeah. It hurts. Yeah, it hurts. Yeah. It's, it's, playing guitar is physical, man. You don't realize that until yeah. you lose calluses or, or building them up for the first yeah. time. That's exactly right. I remember first start playing, you're like, how in the world are these guys still playing, you know? I'm yeah. over here with tears in my eyes. Dude, I'm, it took me about 15 years to get a real good one on my pinky. I got a great one now. I can, I can do all kinds of stuff with that sucker now. I'm still working on that I'm one. I'm telling you, man, that's the, the last one to go is the pinky. Yeah. It takes years. I've been playing forever, too. <laughs> and I just got it. <laughs> 
<laughs> you know you have a guitar when you have a pinky callus. <laughs> I do. I, I feel so. it's like a it's like a wrestler with cauliflower ear. <laughs> <laughs> Trademark. Trademark, man. So when you were uh when you were coming up, you know, you had all these people that played. Was it always country in the, that was play, being played around the house just throughout? Yeah, it was pretty much country music. My my dad didn't like country music very much, so that that was kind of conflicting. Okay, and he got he got he was my drummer for I don't know a couple of years, and he had to play country music. I can't imagine having to play something I didn't like like that all the time. <laughs> so is he still not like country? Music? No, he does now. He's grown, grown into it, I guess. So. Now he wants to be the drummer again. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he at least likes Brady Evans. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No kidding. <laughs> no kidding. What type of country were you listening to? I imagine. Let me let me take a guess. Was that probably like the end of the Garth Brooks ish era? Was that right? It, it was, but uh, I got more into like a... Uh, Old school. Yeah, I'm more... Well, I like Randy Travis. He's my favorite. Oh, man. Randy Travis. Is, I almost uh, came to tears watching him walk into the Country Music Hall of Fame like two weeks ago, three weeks ago. I saw a video, you know, because he had, he had a stroke or something. Yeah, he had a stroke. Yeah. 2013, wild. I think, is when he had Yeah, yeah. It was wild. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with listening to Randy. I love Randy Travis. And then... uh I like Nickelback a lot. So it was Randy <laughs> Travis and Nickelback. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> what a combo. Well, you, know, you know what they used to say about Randy Travis? He was the Nickelback of country music. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I, I don't think I've heard that. I just made it up. Oh, man. Okay. Randy Travis was so far before Nickelback <laughs> that I'll never forget growing up. Dude, I can almost remember the entire record of, the, like, uh, Deeper Than the Ocean, that whole... I don't know why. There's like four records I remember that my parents always played. One of them was the Judds. One of them was that Randy Travis record, man. Yeah. I swear. I know, I'll never forget it. It's the stupid songs. You know, the ones like you're, uh, you don't know you know until it comes on. You're like, why do I know every word of this song? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Randy. The first bands you started playing with, were they family bands? Yeah, it was me, my dad, and my aunt. Yeah. So, and then I played with my grandpa's band for a little bit whenever they had something going on, but that's about it. That's cool, man. You have a band that you play with regularly, or is it just you? Yeah, I, I got a six-piece band now. Okay. <laughs> yeah, six-piece? Yeah, so we got a fiddle player. Uh, we got a, we got fiddle, lead guitar, and then I play guitar and sing, and my aunt sings, we drummer and bass player, and we got a steel guitar player that comes in every now and then and plays with us. You know what I say about a big band like that? They're definitely doing it for the love of it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's no, no doubt about that. It ain't about the money, baby. It's no. about sounding good. That's right. For the love of the music. <laughs> you can either have fun or get paid a lot. That's yeah. <laughs> you want to get paid, you just go do it yourself. That's right. You want to have a good time, man. Make it sound good. Man. So let's talk piece. about one of these songs you sent us here. Well, hopefully I sent you the right ones. Yeah. <laughs> So we're gonna have to talk to uh, who'd you say your your technology person was? Your wife? Yeah, my dad. Who gets tells me how to do it? I guess. Yeah, hey, we're man, gonna have to give her. We're going just straight, yeah, straight through her next time. Okay, I know how this works. Right. I'm married too. Straight through her. Just hand her the phone. Say, honey, here. Hey, please send these for me. <laughs> Read so, this email and follow accordingly. So you said you're not quite sure what we have here. You're not sure which file it is. Yeah. So we know what songs we have, but we don't know if it's like a rough draft or a second draft or. Yeah. A, yeah, <laughs> guess we'll find out together. <laughs> so tell us about uh, as far as I know. Well, a few years ago, I just like uh, there was no experience I was having. That you know, I've been married for 
coming on five years, and I wrote this song three years ago, so everyone thought I was getting divorced. <laughs> so I, I said, I was riding home from work one day, and it just hit me. I was like, I got to write that. I pulled over to the side of the road, and I wrote it down in my phone real quick, the chorus of it, so I would know what I remember. And uh, I went. I liked it so much, I went to the studio that two days later, and I recorded it. No kidding. Is that right? Yeah. It, it, it took forever to get all the musicians on, because the song was just as new to them, and it wasn't me. <laughs> <laughs> so where did you record it? Uh, House Productions in New Albany. Okay. okay. Let's take a listen. She woke up today Decided it's time To tell me she's leaving She means it this time She packed up a bag she left her ring Said I'll call you tomorrow For the rest of my things As far as I know There's no one else She was just tired of me As far as I know She never brought Her promise to God in me She tried everything to make it I didn't make it easy on her She gave me everything she had As far as I know My drinking never seemed to fit The life that she wanted to live Working all the time didn't make it right She deserves so much better than this I promised her forever The stars and the moon But all she really wanted was me Now she'd be in love with tears in her eyes Just wishing she could be there with me as far as I know, there's no one else She was just tired of me As far as I know, she never broke Her promise to God and me She tried everything to make it work I didn't make it easy on her It's not her fault, Lord, it was mine. Don't blame her for what she did. She gave me everything she had, as far as I know. She gave me everything she had, as far as I know. Yeah, that is some legit classic country lyrics no doubt <laughs> yeah, you just heard the same thing that all the band had to hear before they came into it <laughs> well you know what the best thing about something like that is it's clean everybody can pick out their part um and kind of i don't know how you approach that part of songwriting um once it's well, let's talk about it like so once you send that do you kind of it's out of my hands yeah i 
you know, I figure everyone knows what the, everyone knows their instrument better than I do. Mm-hmm. You know, they know their skill set. I so I just let them do it, and that's what I think. That's what makes songs great. Yeah, so many different personalities coming in on it. Are you ever surprised by what is played that you didn't hear? Oh, all the time. Is it, it, is it always better? Uh, it always. <laughs> it's always way better than I ever thought they'd be. Yeah. That's a fun, interesting approach to it sometimes is to send out an empty, kind of like the songwriting group yeah. that we had. Send See what it, they hear. And- yeah. What do you hear? I mean, send it out empty and, and interpret it in a way that, you know, it comes back different. You know, actually, Jay... Jay just did that with Nathan's song. I don't know if you've listened to it or not, but um, I did. Yeah, it's probably a different take than than Nathan thought that it was approaching. But that's such an interesting take because it just it kind of gives you it changes your sound a little bit. Yeah, makes it probably more polished and and better. I love other musicians that complement each other by you know in that process. It, it, it's always interesting because you never know how it's going to be from the time I get to the studio to the time. You know, three months later, four months, however long it takes to get everybody in, you know, to see the finishing product is just, mm-hmm. it's just amazing. Yeah. So yeah. you guys, you, you had this, this, uh, this draft here that you sent them and then you guys met up for the first time at the studio. I, actually, I didn't even see most of them come in the studio. <laughs> I, I, I sent it to my producer. My producer sent it to the only person on there that I knew personally that played was this uh, young girl named Millie that plays fiddle out of Floyd Knobs, phenomenal fiddle player. But uh, she came and played on. That's the only person I actually seen come in on it. Really, you're kind of seeing what was happening layer yeah. by layer. So I, I kept having to go to work when it, so, <laughs> so, so my my bass player and my uh, so my bass player now who's also the hill fix bass player and uh, my drummer now. I actually had two drummers on that on that song when we recorded it. Just it's just how it came out. I'm not sure why we did that, but I liked it. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, the more musicians, the better, I guess. Yeah. Well, yeah. you just want to put seven people in your band. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to look like a Buffett concert up there, man. Is that usually how it works with the songs you write? Well, now we've been going in and recording all the music at once. There's one day uh-huh. we, we go in, it's quicker, it, it's cleaner. You don't have to use a metronome or nothing because we're all feeding off each other, and then we just go back and redo vocals. Yeah. There you go. I tell you what, man, there's, Some something, to be, to there's something to be said about in a live recording session like that, leaving the metronome to itself, just get out of get out. If the drummer can is good with keeping yeah. a steady time, that's the most important part. If a drummer can yeah. keep a steady time and you can actually play in the feel of the room, yeah. So we'll, if he if he gets off time, we'll either go up with him or go down that's with it. him. <laughs> yeah, that's it. It allows you to do some stuff you couldn't do if you're doing that. Yeah, you know? uh, working through a click, you know, adjusting speeds, you know, transitioning to interesting things, but. So you are you all are recording new stuff right now? Yeah, we're, we're trying. Hey. It's a, it's, it we got I, got. I want to do the whole album this time, so it'll be seven, eight songs, and uh, I, we just started. So I don't know how long it's going to take to get it out, but we'll see. Hey man, there's no yeah. rush these days. No target date yet. Yeah, that's right. Not none, none yet. Yeah. Do you have the material together? Yeah, got it all together. Oh, but shit. hell, by the you time, got the hard part then. Yeah, by the time we get like to the middle of it, no, I might write a new song. And I might switch <laughs> another one out. Well, I don't know. We'll see. Hey man, just keep on adding. <laughs> and being able to cut a song is nice. Yeah, yeah. It's not. Or a just bad. go right into a second album. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> Two sided. Oh, there you go. A and B. <laughs> Double disc it. You know. There you go. I'm sure those are selling like crazy these oh, days. Oh yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you have going on right now uh, this Saturday we're playing a pretty big show on the square in Charleston Indiana so that'll be pretty fun right, is, this yeah. coming, is this out 
Now this podcast is going to be on... Missing it. We're missing it by a week, aren't we? Yeah, you've missed that one. So. <laughs> oh, man. Just well, missed it. Yeah, so we'll, we'll be in shows in the end on November 6th, so we'll make that one, I guess. Oh, okay. Think, yeah, yeah, this podcast, we'll I think, one. is good the 24th or whatever that Friday is. Right. Something like that. So I'm just writing, recording. Uh, we ain't been playing that many shows because I never know when I'm going to work. Well, I, yeah. you know what? The good news is, even when you're not working, if you can play a show, you're definitely working the right hours to stay up all night and play. Yeah, that's exactly right. <laughs> it's like 10, 10 uh, p.m. start time is yeah. no big deal to you, yeah, is it? Not anymore, no. Yeah, it's your wheelhouse right now. See, I, I used to get up at 3.30 to go to work, and I would, and in the morning, go to work. And then I'd, I'd be there all day, work 10, 12 hours. i go play the show, and i go sleep in the parking lot at work till it's time to go back in. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> That's some true road dog stuff right there, bro. Yeah. That's some real Dang deal on. stuff. Work gets in the way of fun. Yeah, it does, yeah, dude. It does. It's so stupid. <laughs> Work's so stupid. It's ridiculous. Our listeners that want to follow you a little more closely, where do they find you? Uh, you can find me on uh, Instagram, any of your social medias, uh, Spotify, Amazon, anywhere you stream music. Uh, you can type in Brady Evan and you'll find me. Okay, cool. Well, man, we hate to cut this one short, but we know we got one shots to do, and you've got a third shift to work tonight. So <laughs> <laughs> we gotta we gotta cut out of here. <laughs> but we're gonna take this out with Honky Tonk in Heaven. Tell us about that song. I I, I was saying before I love old country music, so I, I've been watching Tyler Lance Walker Gill. Oh yeah, on your stuff, and I yeah. I, I haven't met the guy. I love his music though. Oh, he's, 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 yeah. he's a great guy. He's yeah. f- huge fan, but he he has that whole song about uh, he's in a he, it's a honky tonk church, or honky tonk chapel, yeah. honky tonk chapel. And I was yeah. like, you know, what? I'm going to take that to the next part, honky tonk in heaven. So hopefully, you just you know you go to the chapel and then you go up to honky tonk heaven. <laughs> <laughs> what is yeah? What is that at night? Uh, at night, I lay my head and say my prayers to George, George Jones. Jones. <laughs> <laughs> I, I want to meet that guy someday. A, a phenomenal hey, musician. Yeah, he's a super guy, too. We yeah. had a lot of fun. Yeah, we did. We did. All right, man. Well, thanks for talking with us. We're going we're gonna to set up and have some fun uh, doing some one-shots. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah, man. All right. I heard there's a nice place that we go when we die. A place with lots of angels way up there in the sky. I bet there's a barroom there with a big old neon sign. Me and all my outlaw friends are gonna have a hell of a time. It's a honky tonk in heaven. It'll be a hell of a time. Hank and Merle and Wayland's name up in the marquee lights. If I don't see tomorrow, don't cry, I'll be alright. There's a honky tonk in heaven, Lord, it'll be a hell of a time. Well, I bet me and the man in black would be the barroom studs. Well, I'd hang with the highwaymen, we'd smoke a little bud. And I would shake George Jones' hand for loving her till he died. And I would ask Hank Sr. about David Allen's ride. If there's a honky-tonk in heaven, it'll be a hell of a time. Hank and Merle and Wayland's name up in the marquee lights. If I don't see tomorrow, don't cry, I'll be alright. 
There's a honky-tonk in heaven, Lord, it'll be a hell of a time. There's a honky-tonk in heaven, it'll be a hell of a time. Hank and Merlin Whalen's name up in the marquee line. If I don't see tomorrow, don't cry, I'll be alright. There's a honky-tonk in heaven, Lord, it'll be a hell of a time. There's a honky-tonk in heaven, Lord, it'll be a hell of a time.